All right. Sure, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to start you guys off with a scary story. Oh, no, no. It all podcast, started. Though. Bring us into the pod. Oh, my oh, God. What's that? That's that was you, like, you son of a bitch. Gotta start all over. <laughs> wait, wait. Just put the one I'm going to make. It look fucking scary. Ooh. Oh, one, more, one more. One more. We need one from below. Nope. There. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just the hair lights. No. No. There it isn't. Awesome. We're back. I can control the lights now. We got a bunch of new lights. How <laughs> cool is that? The color. Wow. Every day is Christmas ever since we got bought out. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Dude, we're spitting like a good half a million a day. Oh, yeah. Fucking oh, crazy. Easily. You know you Dan know? Bilzerian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got nothing. Yeah, he's here. Baby. Love his Instagram. He's here. He's in, in Las building. Vegas today. No way. Yeah. yeah. We're in Las Vegas? Yeah, we're in the Palace of Caesar. Why is he in Las Vegas? Oh, he's fucking every girl. No, he has a girlfriend now, didn't no. you hear? Because he has a girlfriend. She's he's also fucking every girl. No, have you seen the Instagram? No, who's She's she? in a steady relationship now, Dan wow. Bilzerian is. With who? I don't remember her name. I bet you the viewers don't like that too much. Why? Because they wanted to see him fucking suck and get it he off, He hasn't baby. changed his Instagram much. I'm sure that he's very faithful, but he keeps his Instagram on brand. I'm not sure that he's faithful. Oh, he's grabbing butts. Oh, that's not faithful. He's sucking ass. You don't know the relationship he has with his significant other. Maybe they have an is open he relationship. Is eating ass that isn't his? I think he's beating and eating ass that isn't his. <laughs> you know? Welcome back to episode... What episode is it? 37. 37. 37 of Beyond the Podcast. The and this podcast is brought to you by... Vincero Burrow and Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, Thank you guys Thank for, you sponsoring for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you so much to Burrow for sponsoring the podcast. Burrow has reinvented the luxury couch. From style to shipping, functionality to adaptability, Burrow's put the time and thought into furniture buying, so you don't have to. You can customize your Burrow sofa to fit your personality by selecting the color, size, and armrest height. That's perfect for you. It's engineered to be super comfortable. It's easy to move, as you can tell from the boys back there. So easy to move. Burrow assembles and disassembles in just minutes with no tools required. Minutes. So when it comes to time to move, Burrow gives you one less thing to worry about. The couch you have now is obviously bulky, stained, out of style, shredded by pets, and having to move. Just, it's not you. Let's do a reality check here. The couch you should have is stylish, comfortable, durable, and you can customize it just for you. Burrow is a luxury couch for real life. It's no wonder it's internet's favorite couch. They've truly reinvented the shopping experience, so go online or to one of their showrooms near you. The damn thing's affordable. It's the same quality you expect from a high-end retailer without breaking the bank. All Burrow furniture is shipped fast and shipping is free. Setup is super easy as is moving again. Burrow is adaptable, so if your space changes, their modular design allows to move and grow with you. With stain-resistant fabric that can take on your pet's claws and built-in USB chargers, Burrow has the durability and functionality to keep up with your hectic life. Enjoy 30 days of cozy on your Burrow, risk-free, or try Burrow at one of their showrooms today. Go customize your own Burrow and get $75 off your order by visiting burrow.com slash pine. That's B-U-R-R-O dot com slash pine for $75 off your purchase. Burrow makes the luxury couch for real life. Burrow makes the luxury couch for real life. That was what they said. I just wanted to reread it in case it was just... It sounded no, you needed to get that message across. Yeah, I understand Thank that. you, Burrow. Thank, Thank you, Burrow. You so much. Side notes. Visit Burrow.com for $75 <laughs> off your purchase. Burrow makes luxury couch for real life. Repeat that. You. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Thank yeah. you so much, Burrow. 
now to continue with our regular scheduled podcast. Is that your first podcast or sponsor read? Like the sixth. Sixth? Is that your first really? podcast? Probably the fourth. Is this your first podcast? This your is my first podcast. What was the first podcast you have ever done in your entire life? Hmm, probably my own. Just you talked with yourself? No, it was me and Will Barlow. Really? Yeah. That or was no, the first Carboys. Carboys. It was me and, me and Kissing Kate Barlow. You Kiss, Kiss, Kissing Kate Barlow, you, me in a car, Ryan Donianier, <laughs> and Jimmy Stars. Was it you and me? It was Carboys, yeah. Wow, so we're in together forever. That's crazy. To the end. Was the first podcast you ever did, the fake podcast that we did at SourceFed? Yep. Cool. Fun. Should we recreate podcast? that for five seconds? We did seconds? a fake podcast uh, where at the end of the day when everything was getting like No, it was away. before the podcast. Oh, it was, was before the real podcast. Because I was setting up the podcast at SourceFed and Steve was sitting on the set uh, doing anything and everything. Played with his claws feet. <laughs> and then so um, we would just sit there on the set and we would just be like... And now back to the podcast where we talk about all things eyes. <laughs> You've got them, I've got them. Everybody doesn't wish that they didn't have them. <laughs> and this, ep- I remember one time you were like, "This episode sponsored by Wallbag." Wallbag. <laughs> this episode sponsored by the carpet bagger and fucking found in the side of a roof. This and next episode is sponsored by cheesecloth. Cheesecloth. This, this next episode is sponsored by cloth. leaves. All the leaves sponsor us. They were kind of making an uprising. It's so that's what we would do. Rich. Yeah, it was really fun. That's got, very millions fun. of views. It's a neural network yeah. of money. We always thought it would take off, and then it turned into SP7, and turns out it didn't. But <laughs> So, boys, I want to ask you if you've even seen this. I know I have because I'm a big Chris D'Elia fan, but mm-hmm. did you see the Logan Paul Chris D'Elia drama? No. Yep. It was brief. It was hilarious. And it was hilarious. Sky Williams did a tweet. It was oh, did he really? Logan Paul he, beefed on, on Chris D'Elia? Oh, yeah. We'll get to that, but sort real quick. Both. Sky, uh, Sky Williams' is fucking thing where he like just records the screen and oh, comments on it oh, is yeah. so fucking funny. So funny. But go ahead, tell the, tell the so, story. So, Logan Paul tweets out, no more daily Logan Paul videos. This is a serious video, and it's important you watch. And then he made it seem like he was going to quit, and then Chris Lee replies, no, it's not. <laughs> like, quote, like, quote, tweet, yeah, no, quote it's tweet. not important to watch. And then he's like, ah, I forget what he said. It was like, oh, just oh, it, something Logan about Paul your career had like a hundred of those like oh, yeah. faces, and he's like, well, uh, when your career, uh, comedy career dies or something like that. Yeah, he said something about something his really comedy stupid. career dying, and then he quote tweeted that, and he's like, well, at least if my comedy career dies, you can film it and put it on YouTube. The best <laughs> dude and that's so good in yeah. the world. And then this is how Logan Paul responded to he's that. He's such a fucking It was cuck. so funny. Like, I was like, are you serious right now? Like, trying to, like, have any sympathy? He quote retweeted, and he's like, no, because filming people that are, have died or committed suicide is wrong, and I know that now. Yeah, no, and he, I know I that now. That that's so funny. Then he also said something about um, your Netflix specials. Or, oh, he said um, this tweet was funnier than your Netflix specials, and then it just wasn't. But it's it also, but it's also like making specials. fun of a dude for having Netflix. I know that's specials? what I thought. I was like Netflix. For, I think he said Netflix special. And I was like specials. Like, I mean, for anyone, that's like wow, that dude's doing well. Like imagine, like, and it's one of those comebacks where it's like. Oh yeah, well you're not even fucking funny. Well, it's, it's not even. It's like yeah, suck. but you're really handsome and everyone likes you a whole yeah. lot. Just like, because you're handsome, you're kind of stupid too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Logan Paul walked in here right now, did, he'd beat your ass. I beat his ass. I do MMA. Did you guys know that Logan Paul's only 23? Yeah, 28, 23, that, 34. I could not believe that he was only 23. Yeah, he looks 40. He's younger than me. Yeah, Dude, I thought oh he was God. like at least like 27. It's or something. so weird to have think I'm getting older. Forehead? Have you guys seen his forehead? I have. I, I the one that's up here. I can. But he has long hair, and then when the wind blows, it's up here. I have a hard time because like mine's receding, so I'm like, I not even. I don't want that to be a point no, of like mocking no. him. But the funny like, thing is, that's all he hides. It's it so a point much. just because I hate Logan Paul. I would yeah. never normally point that. And also, out on it's one of those Paul. things where you always have a different perspective of how you look versus how people look. Because when I look at you, I think that you're 100 percent proportional and gorgeous. Well, like he's his thing. Tell me something about me. Hiding it. Yeah, he's got the hair that goes down, and then when the wind blows, yeah. When the wind blows, you, you have proportions. Do you eat in portions? 
Yeah. Clearly not. Clearly Adelie. You know? Adelie. <laughs> I also want to talk about your 4 a.m. cake visits. <laughs> what are you doing with cake? Dude. Well. I'm a follower I, uh, of that dude. He's got a series he does every day. It's almost every day because... It's uh, called uh, Eating Cake with Steve at Night with Comedians. <laughs> Can you review a red velvet cake right now, please? Well, so I got this cake from Susie Cakes uh, because I, there, I was at home and I just wanted to order, you know, Postmates. And I saw that... Ordered a cake? I saw that Susie Cakes, Susie cake. Cakes delivers. Now, I could have gotten cupcakes, but I was in the mood for a cake. And I thought, what cake could I get? Because they have a lemon cake. They have a vanilla you cake. You chose the best I chose cake. the best cake that you could possibly... Amazing. I swear to God, it's the best cake is I've ever had in my life. Frosting? That's what cream cheese frosting. It is cream cheese frosting. Sammy Joe got me that on my I'm birthday. Dude. It's the best. You are? Mm. Do you smell that? So I ordered the red velvet cake from Postmates, and it got there. And I had a little teensy bite of it. I ordered a six-inch cake. And it's, you know, it's about yay big. That's too big, though, six inches. And I, for one man. I text Alyssa because I was really happy about, you know, I was like, she was in Coachella. I was like, you know, you're going to come home to a nice cake. Uh, by the time she got home, there was a half a piece left. Damn. Sam. And I had eaten it. It was like over the course of a weekend. Didn't you have like the squirts? Yes. And that's the thing. Red dye gives you squirts. Yeah. Red I had dye no idea. four is really bad for you. Yeah. Well, uh, sure. What do you want to do? You want to have well, that beef? No, we'll I, just, I don't want to out. have beef. I just, have, we'll tash I just it out. think it's funny you know the exact number of the red dye. That, well, that's like it's a common thing. knowledge. That's red dye number four. Yeah. My three. nephews have to like strictly avoid it. Yeah. Wow. If there's people have allergies to it and mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's really bad for you. It doesn't make me feel good. They get like really overwhelmed if they have it. Like they can't like function properly because their sensory stuff is like overloaded. So I ordered, I stopped eating that cake. Um, because it, I had finished it, and then I ordered a nine-inch cake. The Instagram last night, so he'd been filming it and putting music on. And uh, last night, it was like a song that was like, "One more time." Ah. <laughs> did you see that when I did that? <laughs> yes. So you know how my night's going, dude. Down. I'm a huge fan of that series. Dude, I'm a huge fan. Of you. I'm looking forward for, to the next episode. It'll tonight. be tonight because I get really hungry on the ride home, and then I look forward to cake because I've eaten salty food all day. Do you guys eat super late by accident? Yes. Um, not anymore. Oops, by accident on purpose. I've eaten um, an entire Chinese that. buffet. I, I definitely used to so fucking much and it killed me. Dude, it's I, fucking me. I have it like fucks weird. You up. I wake up like jittery. Yeah. What it does your body that, panics when it's, it's out. Yeah, weird, your body, because when you're sleeping, it doesn't digest break, as if you're down. normally being active and shit. It's just like sitting in there and, and then it's you all wake mental. up. You have weird fucking dreams. Weird dreams and you wake up and like you just feel heavy. And you have like yeah. a bad so shit. I, really I, cool I retain so much night. water. Yeah, and that's well, they're really active. Your brain's using; yeah. they can't use that fuel physically, so it just immediately takes it all mentally. And I have fucking psychedelic dream god pain. dreams. I psychologically <laughs> dog dreams. <laughs> I have a suck a lot of dog in my dreams. <laughs> I just suck a lot of dogs off in my dreams. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. I felt it happening. To make it through the rainbow. There's two words in there that he'll connect. There's a pot of gold on one end of the rainbow, and there's a dog that needs to get sucked off on the other end. Yep. I got them both. So I was I became two. Oh I God. divided and I sucked him and fucked him. <laughs> Didn't get the pot of gold. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I turned into two people and both of those people went over the dock. Dude, this, this has lost me. I'm, I'm, I'm learning nothing. I so much right now. I've I'm been lost over the course of, of this. I couldn't even figure out. The side of the table is having a, a crisis. <laughs> oh, God. Clarice. Oh, my God. What, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, we don't need the impression. Multiple Migs in the other room. He hissed at you. What, what did this? he say? He said, I, I could smell your cunt. What the fuck is that from? I, for one, cannot. I feel uncomfortable. It's from Silence, Silence of, the of the Lambs, Lambs dude. I haven't seen it, dude. Oh, my God. It's the best it's movie. With, it's from Dancing with the Lambs, dude. Hello, right. Dancing with the Wolf. Dude, I realized. It uh, said it's all can, right. Can Silence okay. of the Lambs count as a horror? Because last week I, I said that. Um, people do Technically, that. I think it is a horror, even so, though it's a psychological thriller. One alien, but, two uh, Silence of the Lambs. But did you know mm-hmm. that Silence of the Lambs is the only, and I, I, don't, I don't consider it a horror, but it is, I think, considered kind of a horror. It's the only horror 
to ever win uh, the Big Five at the Oscars. Wow. Or like anything. I mean, horrors never get acknowledged no. at the, the Except Oscars. for Get Out. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Just just for the sake that it was a horror, that yeah. was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Aside from like social stuff. But that Aside was, from yeah. social stuff, which makes it a shitty movie. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Were you about to ask what we're watching this week? And yeah, what, what, what are you cool guys stuff? into? What's, what's, mm. what's well, I recommended it to James, and I want to recommend it to all you guys. And I noticed that Guillermo del Toro, it's one of his favorite movies in That's recent awesome. memory. It's called The Wailing. I, I saw it in theaters when that. it came out in L.A. because they have like these little theaters around here that show these, it's not indie movies, but they show peculiar movies that you wouldn't yeah. normally see in a bigger theater no, like AMC. Things, yeah. And The Wailing played, and I had seen it the day after I saw that fucking Get Mommy or whatever it's called. Good Night, what? Mommy. Good Night Mommy. Good Night Mommy. Good German film. Yeah. Oh, with... Yeah, which I, I wasn't as big of yes, a fan of. Yes. I liked it. But this was a while ago. The trailer fucked And me The Wailing came out like and I noticed it. it came out on Netflix. So it's you can just easily watch it. I swear to God, it's it's a South Korean uh, horror film. I love And if you Korean liked films. The Host, oh, yeah, you, will, the host. you will love this. Dude. I swear. I yes, fall asleep to Old Boy almost every night because it's it old boy is me so, somehow. So oh, the only God. issue is it's two hours and 30 minutes. That's fine. But, I love long movies. But it is entertaining the entire way through. That's, I think, a good film. If you can, like, that's the reason why I really love, well, I love long movies, especially when they're like kind of like, Long epics and shit like any Scorsese. If you can film. get into them, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I remember Silence. Silence is like two hours and forty-five minutes, which wow. is unbelievable. But it was one of those films where you're in there and you're watching it, and for me at least, I was so invested in the story and the characters that it didn't feel like it was that long. You know, wow. like the whole time you're just like experiencing it, and then all of a sudden it's over, and you're like, "That was three hours." Why did Silence get snubbed? Shit. I think well, it got snubbed. I think that really Christian films in general they get overlooked because I mean, ninety-nine percent mm. of them are really like sappy little like whatever movies but this I wouldn't even consider it like a Christian film even though it is it's just it's like a historic Passion of the Christ has really bad reviews it's yeah. a great movie. It is a great what was, movie. What was the, um, there was another film, it was a Mel Gibson film that came out. Like, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, that was, that, that, that was, got a, a, lot. That was a war movie. And that was also like a pretty Christian movie. Yeah, first I couldn't that's get into I mean. it. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's what shocked me about Hacksaw it. Hacksaw Ridge was, it was one of those things where it, the, well because the, the main character, I forget, uh, Deck, Declan something? Yeah, Declan, Declan McKenna. Todd, yeah, he's Todd. I don't know. I can't something. remember. Something. But the guy, like he's a real person obviously, like it, it, it incorporated his own faith and his own experiences in it while everything was going on, which I think was really like valuable. Because I think that if you're talking about religion and stuff, it's important to talk about someone's personal experience because it helps you understand like how that person perceives whatever spiritual thing that they're experiencing. Just like mother. <laughs> <laughs> Versus just being like, a, a general like this is a Christian film you know right. and with yeah. no real like substance you want to hear, you wanna hear something you want to hear something that's really going to upset you sure a lot of people are coming around to Mother and really liking it wow I mean look the that's, thing what, is, that's what happens people hate it when it's in theaters and then it comes out in DVD I don't, I don't care I, I'm fine with like I don't like the film because I feel like it was very blasphemous and it affected me like because but it was, I, I still it was so seen like it. so jarring everyone part um, of that film is going to hell but Blast. and that's just my opinion I didn't like it um, but I don't care if other people do yeah. Well, yeah, there, there's, I feel like there's a difference between what Hacksaw Ridge does and what something like God's Not Dead does. Yeah. Where it's like, you're just trying to tell a narrative of, you know, trying, trying to like, trying to basically convince the audience of something rather than telling a story. Exactly. I think that the, if you're trying to have a spiritual aspect to a story, um, it has to be in the subtext yeah. or in a, in a very subtle thing that kind of is always there. Not like a, this is a Christian story. It's mm-hmm. about a Christian or it's about a man who, you know, was uh, a drug addict or something. And he finds God and then his life. The Wailing the, is a very Christian story. Is it really? It is. That's I think just people don't like when they feel like religion is being thrown on them. Yeah. Or, or, pushed or, on them or like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I, I, that's why like, it does make me a little uncomfortable watching a film. I mean, I'm okay with it, but like when I feel like it's, 
almost trying to make you understand religion and, and want to be a part of it. It's like, you don't, like, just make yeah. a movie. I think don't you try should, to fucking Just make whatever people. movie you want to make. It's yeah. like, yeah. if you're going to make a movie that, you know, pushes that on you, fine. You know? Well, yeah, I just, I just I don't, don't watch enjoy it. it when I, I think the, a, a movie is good because of the story, not because of whatever message you're trying yes. to give. And Messages that's are cool. Yeah. That Message, stuff's great, but, but like... A, that's a background thing. And afterwards yeah. you go, oh, that's so cool that it meant yeah. that. Yeah, that's one of the biggest lessons in screenplays that I was reading online. On self-help tips, no, that's is true, that though. you? It's if you have a bunch of messages, uh, what's that? What's the use of that without a good story? Right, exactly, story, because yeah. like the message could be great, and if the story isn't it in itself something that can stand alone without the message, I don't think it's going to sell. You have exactly. to like exactly what you guys are saying. You have to the story has to be told, and you think about it after, and you're like, oh wow, or like as you're watching it, and maybe like the character has a big turning point. And that like connects the dots in the message, mm -hmm. right? You know, I, believe it or not, I was watching SpongeBob the other day. And it's good shit. Every it's really episode shit. truly has a lesson that it's teaching. Yeah, uh, and and especially towards kids, like lessons that you would teach a kid, like procrastination with the procrastination episode. Like you know, they're super funny and they're like it's SpongeBob, but like I was like, wow, I don't remember like these actually having like legit messages yeah. in every episode. Those are the best kid shows, like uh, Gravity Falls. Or something. I've seen that a few times. It's it's like when they're not talking down to the children who might be watching. When it's like a, something that is is just kind of it pertains to real life in general. It's like that's the best that's the best kid yeah. show. Mm -hmm. When you're not when you're not just like harassing the kids with like loud colors and fast cuts and shit. Like when they're actually like interacting with the characters yeah. in some way. Truly. Um, yeah. I was um. Oh, what's up? I was gonna say back to what we're watching. Mm -hmm. But go ahead and say mm -hmm. what you're going to say. Yeah. I think it was another thing about what I was watching, oh, cool. but I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, I was actually going to ask you guys if you've seen Lost in Space on Netflix. Not yet, no. Yeah. I wanted to. Oh, the series. No, I almost watched it last really? night. I heard it's better than the original, but still, it's like they have a triple A budget, it looks mm -hmm. like. Um, it's that good of a show. That's awesome. Visually, but it just doesn't. That's like, what I think. It's filled with a lot of teenage drama. Yeah, that's what I think Altered Carbon was. Like, Altered Carbon, I that visually... 100% A+. Plus. Dude, oh my I can't God. stand it's that guy. beautiful. Joel Kinnaman. I think that he's... I think he's such a bad actor. I, I just think that he, like, if you want to analyze, like, what an actor's in their headspace, I think that he just thinks that he's, like, this action star mm. type of thing, so he's not they're adding really any depth. Like, because there, he gets typecasted. Yeah, there, there were Sorry. some moments in Alter Carbon where I think that he was good, and I think that he's... I think that he has potential, but I know what you mean. He's a lot too much, like... Well, I guess it's up to me, type of like yeah, an action star. His delivery is but, just so strong. Um, there were other, a, a couple other actors that were good in that, and the, but the story was like a C. It was just like a. It was too complex of a story for I think the talent of the writers that wrote it, um, and also just like structuring it to make it all make sense with how because it's so complex. Like three episodes in, you're like, "All right, this is a brand new universe." That I've gotten so much like exposition, and there's so much like so many rules in this universe. That's how it was that with, like, with Game of Thrones. Where I was like, "Really? I can't." It took me so. It was like two seasons before I really what? watched. I was hooked right from the beginning. I, I, right I watched it. I was I like, was "Who too, the fuck are you know, all actually, these people?" The first couple, <laughs> same, same. Yeah, I was like, I mean, "Why do I care?" Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like all the medieval names and stuff like that, which is a little hard. Like, I didn't know that the the hound's real name was Thegane until right. like season Oh, five. I still didn't know that until just now. Thegane. They'll 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 like passively say something that's a huge plot point, but it'll just it'll go away in one sentence, and it'll be referenced the rest of the series. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's no. But I know what you mean. Yeah, I think that they're and there's only so much you can do with that sometimes like with Game of Thrones I think that they did that the best that they Grandma could because it's like with Grandma's Throne um, and because I think so Game of Thrones is fucking brilliant obviously <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah. um, but I know what you mean with that but with a show like Altered Carbon and with sci-fi and techie stuff I feel like because with like the medieval and even like with the witch like all using the old English and stuff mm -hmm. like 
there's that level of I know what this is going to be. I know that it's going to be a little bit harder to understand, and I'm going to have to like concentrate a little bit oh more because God. of it. But with altered carbon and like the sci-fi techie stuff, like it shouldn't be as complex. You, you know guys, what I mean? holy shit! So I've been forced to watch Mindy Project every night. How do you feel? Um, it's bad. How's it going? It's really. I mean, you know what? There's some funny moments, but I, it was a trade-off. I watch Mindy Project. I'm Alyssa. I make her watch The Ritual on Netflix, which is a fantastic. Fucking fantastic horror that. movie! You guys really? need to see that as well. I'm gonna watch the Wailing, it's, the Ritual, and um, continue watching. It's always sunny. The I'm not, you know, I'm not even gonna spoil it. Uh, the Ritual is so well made. Um, it has one of the actors from The Gray, and it is just—it's absolutely fantastic. There's a—I'm just gonna—this is doesn't spoil it at all. There's a way they mix a forest with like a psychedelic sort of um, shopping center that has fluorescent lights, and the way they do it is unbelievably oh, yeah. cool looking. Mm. Um, so I would say definitely watch The Ritual, but. I've had to watch the Mindy Project, um, and there are things in that show. This was it aired in 2011 or 2012, and it's I think it's still going, or it might just have ended its six seasons. There are things wow. in that show that are super rapey, like Mindy herself, her character Mindy Kaling, or I don't I forget her name. She like gets drunk in an episode and almost like forces herself on this guy, and he's like, no, 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 but she keeps Whoa, doing dude. it, and it's like it, it's it's like something today. If if you did that, it would just be. Uh, uh, no go like I would never make it past the writer's room and it's just crazy how oh. things have changed that much in yeah. such a short amount of well, time it's an interesting thing because that's like um, the reverse of uh, violence against women and stuff it's hard know. to talk about because I don't want to ever make it sound like one is like okay or no, anything I just, I but it's like there. I feel like there is this passivity about guys being uh, attacked well I think it's more just uh, along the lines of just anybody you, it's that something be, something yeah. that's done back then there's no way anyone could do that now and it's well, just I think it depends on the story I mean if something's integral to the story and like it leads to something happening with the character like if something like that happens obviously that's like a comedy show so it's one thing they're making a joke of it which yeah. is I think it's okay to make jokes of that's that the thing an they're extent. making a joke of it yeah and that, I think yeah. that's okay to an extent because you're bringing light to it and we've talked about this you know comedy being able to like well no they disregard it it's like it's just a comedy scene to them it's like the joke is that she's the joke is her. that she's forcing herself that's fucked up it's a, it's like if you find something reverse the roles and if that's really oh my god up, yeah if that was, it was like it well, was it's also, I mean, like, that's, that's true. That's, 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 there's a lot of that. Like, I remember when I did... Uh, Shameless? Yeah, spoilers. But I, have I talked about the the way that ended? I don't think we ever talked about that scene. I've, or I've seen it. I watched it with Sammy Joe. I, uh, oh, thank you. I just the, know for a fact, if I watched that in 2012, I would not think that there's any problem with it, yeah. you know? it's Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of open our heads to it a bit more. And I remember when I did that my final episode of Shameless, the, I mean, spoilers, but the... um my character kind of gets written off by being raped by another character, a girl. Because you're drugged or you're drunk? I'm drunk. And she, she thinks that because, you know, I, I popped a boner that that means I wanted it or something. And so, it, like, there's that confusion. And Isn't like, she, like, underage, too? She is, yeah. Yeah. So In I, real life? She's a girl who uh, yeah. Yeah. has a baby, right? Eventually, yeah. Because yeah. of you? No, but that was... We had talked about doing something with that because there was... Oh, so you had a hand in writing it. No, well, you plop I, I hung out. I'm cl I'm close with one of the casting directors, and uh, we were kind of chatting, and she was like, "If you were to be invited back, what w would you say yes?" And I said, "Honestly, no," because I feel like there was there's closure. Well, I, I I had a big experience when the show aired, where I felt like it was important of me to talk about how the show wasn't making this situation in order to make light of men being raped oh. or anyone being raped so i just tweeted stuff like hey look if you're struggling with this and this like really hurt you that we kind of there's a lot of jokes around it and stuff just know that this was supposed to elevate the idea of men being raped and bring light on something that people don't understand and don't acknowledge and that guys feel afraid to talk about yeah and i had 
swarms like hundreds of tweets of people just like a, a lot of people messaged me and told me for the first time that they were attacked and it's like guys guys there's a, almost a stigma because there's that misunderstanding of like well i had i was i she she thought that i wanted it because there was this biology but like i i was drunk or whatever and it's like people laugh at guys for coming uh, out about it and it's, yeah it's, it's like guys always want sex right and it just feels like why would you want it for some guys and it's like that's not how that works you yeah. know if you're if you were being forced upon regardless of your gender that's fucked up and mm -hmm. i just i was i was like uh, shocked to shit to see it was very touching it was probably my favorite part of my career so far is to like connect with all these people who had gone through all this stuff and it was like it was like they had been hiding in a dark room their entire life and mm. we just kind of cracked the door a little bit and let us some light in and they yeah, were I mean, like, I think hey, I'm here. A couple decades from now, we're all going to look back at everything that's happening and, and it's really going to, there's going to be a lot of light on it and we're all going to yeah, realize like, like a lot of 10, different things. 20 years from now, like everything going on is going to like level out, I feel, you know, For it's sure. going to reach a little bit of like a, an equilibrium with like mm -hmm. um, being able to talk about things, people not doing the bad things that are, that they're afraid to talk about, you know, like I think because like it goes from one extreme to the other and then it kind of levels out We were I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. What were you saying? I was gonna say I um, Speaking of like opening up a dialogue. That's exactly what this uber driver I had was saying um, uh, He was talking about how he was and he's african-american. He was glad that not glad, but I mean he Didn't think it was the worst thing that Trump was elected because it creates a conversation that needed to be had that couldn't have been without him True. being elected. So True. there's there's like a silver lining to everything, I guess. Well, yeah. it's also it's also bringing out people who were formerly not interested in politics and now yeah. people are getting interested, you know, for better or worse. That's oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I used to barely give a shit, but I it's same. so eccentric now with him being in the, in office that it's like Mm -hmm. you, you have to you're gonna see it and you're gonna have mm -hmm. an opinion because right. it's so insane it now, you, like, all these things like his actions will make you look into something and be like is that actually the right thing right yeah. it's funny because like me politically like i've been all over the place with politics and what i what i've thought and i'm most happy with where i'm at now because i'm like i'm very much so like i've definitely taken a step back from being in because i i i consider myself liberal conservative every single different thing at different points in time just where i was at people i was with and stuff like that right um but like now i'm i think i'm very like comfortably in the middle where I'll just look at things from a little bit more of an unbiased standpoint and try to like be like what what really is right well the trick is not things. to get all your information from Twitter you know or and, you're supposed to get any one source you get yeah. something from the far left you get something from the far right read a moderate source too yeah. and then you get and even if something's sources. like very socially accepted that doesn't make it it right necessarily mm -hmm. like I think it's important that you come up with every opinion on your own and it's a hard thing to do well it's like find your truth and then you know understand like find like really understand why you feel a certain way about yeah. something because I, I hate people who are just in, in they they feel informed because they've seen a lot of people around them feel a certain way about a mm -hmm. thing or yeah. like they've read a lot of articles and they they're just afraid to to the article they read made sense to them so then now that's their opinion. yeah people and this is a big problem on YouTube a lot too because like um, people will hear a youtuber or somebody say an opinion that is well worded, but isn't their opinion. But because it's the strongest way they've heard this this yeah. uh, this argument said, they're like, "That's my opinion." I feel like this happens a lot with, um, honestly, not to put them on blast, but I feel like Ethan from H three has a habit of wording stuff that brings people uh, to aggression about. He has a much younger audience, right? And so I, I you know, I tweet about stuff. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I can't remember what happened. It was during the Oscars. I had said something about. Um, about, I made a joke about uh, 
how a woman couldn't win a man's yeah, yeah, I remember that. category or something. It was that was basically was like, the point of the joke. Oh, it's 2018 and a woman hasn't won Best Actor yet. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I didn't Which even is, know you were joking at first. When I first read that. Well, that like, was a lot of people. Jamie, I, I did like, because well, maybe it's because I know you that I know that like obviously you you have I know that you're not stupid, right? right you know, and, but I also know that like obviously you you know are for like women's equality. Yeah, and all of that. Well, yeah, sure. but also like. I know that you're a funny guy. Yeah, you you're like one of the cuckiest people I know. True, true. Dry sense of humor, but I know that you also like aren't afraid to joke like that. You know, in something well, that I think it's I was surprised because I read a lot of the replies, and I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, like, no, go for it. I was kind of like, are these people bidding along with him, or are they serious? It's hard to tell, like, right? Yeah, it was hard to tell, and I was like, I immediately saw it. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I was like, ha, good one, dude. I like, yeah, it's clearly that's a joke. <laughs> well, Exit. Some, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody brought to my, somebody brought to my attention. They were like, you know, this there there is a. There's an art, uh, something to be said about transgender people. Actually, you know, it is. It is. There is no category for them or whatever. And so, you know, I went from kind of mocking one side of the political spectrum to going to the other, and I was just kind of like, "Hey, oh yeah, what would it, they win?" I was, I was like, you know, I don't, I didn't mean to upset anybody by this. I understand that this was kind of a limited ex- perspective, and it was kind of short-sighted. And the amount of people who were just quoting Ethan in response to me, kind of apologizing for potentially offending people, it was like. Everybody was saying the same shit. It was like, dude, find your own opinion. Like, yeah. if you don't like, I'm not, I'm not being professionally offended. I am just acknowledging that other people exist, and yeah. if that's that should be fine. We you're should not be like making a PR statement. Where no, you're like, I just wanted the world to know oh, that my God. stance right now is apologetic. Well, it's like you know, I, you know I, I think people are so quick to see the word feminist or like whatever, and they're like, you're just, you're just in the culture, the cult of outrage, and it's, you know, there is that, but that is no better than looking at somebody who is from the South and just saying they're like a, you know, a racist Trump supporter or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't just look at yeah. equality of somebody and say that's, that is similar to this group. And so that defines them. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. As, How as, would you define um, Kanye West? But before you get oh, yeah. into that, let's go into our next sponsor. Ooh, um, which is real quick. I was going to say, Oh, you yes, son of a sorry. bitch. I had the perfect, it was a perfect transition. Damn it, Let's man. Let's do it. I was going to say that it, it's, <laughs> it's annoying when everything just becomes a regurgitation. Yeah. Find oh, your yeah. opinion. You know, because, exactly. And if you don't, you don't have to have one. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is everyone feels like I have to have a, a stance on this or I have to have something to say about this. No, you don't. I read a great tweet that was like, you know, when you see an opinion online, you can just not respond to it and then walk away. Yeah. Well, people just want to sound smart. And so they feel like if they're attacking someone else, it puts them above them or something. Just all a competition. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. Find find your own shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of everything. Like, I hate the extremes of both sides. And it's frustrating to me how on the internet people will just look for something to attack yeah. so they can't attack it. On both sides. It's very, it's very frustrating. And it's like, I don't know, to, to me it became, and this is like the past year I've done a lot of like soul searching and, and changed a lot. Um, and like the the purpose of those two extremes is to divide people not to bring them right. together because if you're like on either side you're like i am so for this and like everyone else is fucking stupid and the same thing on the other side then how are you ever going to get along with somebody isn't the point nobody yeah, likes like, being called stupid yeah well it, it, what's frustrating to me especially is that yes the the political spectrum on the right there is this sense of like uh, uh, the people on the left are just like they're they're shitty and uh, you know they uninformed or whatever. And then, but the thing is that the left really touts being open-minded and progressiveness, which I am all about. But then there's this really huge closed-minded side to it. And I don't think people often realize how closed-minded it yeah, can be. Like, be open-minded for these things. You just not you for have to else. remember that we're just we're all on the spectrum. 
And being open-minded, this is the last point, and then we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Um, being open-minded doesn't mean my mind's open so that I will be changed, my, my opinion will be changed to believe what you say. An open mind means that I'm hearing what you have to say and I respect the fact that you have an opinion. Right. Even mm-hmm. if we disagree, that's fine. And it's leaving space to be yeah. changed. And it's saying I'm, I might not know everything. Yeah. Everyone should just be okay with their opinion and you're allowed to change your opinion, but you don't have to argue with anyone else with a different right. opinion than yours. No, I think that's wrong. <laughs> it's like we don't True. we all don't agree on the same stuff but regardless I respect y'all you know and that's the yeah. important thing we should we should have more respect for people we disagree with truly yeah so to move on now uh, here's the transition speaking of respect today's sponsor is Vincero luxury watches for the young hustlers and here we go it's time to step up your game and stand out a luxury watch doesn't have to cost you a fortune and you'll see why when you check out Vincero. I have my watch right here. Ooh. I wear it all the time. It's got my, my nice tan-suited uh, band, leather band. It's nice quality as well with a nice little, uh, I don't know how to describe this, but it's chrome shiny beast. <laughs> 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 but uh, every watch is manufactured and quality checked by hand before being shipped out to you, the consumer. This is the kind of attention to detail and dedication to quality typically only seen with luxury watch brands over $500, while oh, Vincero watches start dang. at a little over 100 Dang. That's actually really good. Yeah, I really um, I really do like this watch a lot. If I were to wear a watch to anything, it would be this. There's no better option, at least for me. I know you guys wear your Vincero watches when we have a fancy night out. We all wore it to the Three Meath. And I to wear any- my Rolls Royce. <laughs> 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 so with over 6,500 five-star reviews and a two-year warranty, you can shop with confidence. You have to check them out. I know you'll love their watches just as much as I do, so you can go to www.vinceroWatches.com slash Pine15 and enter the promo code PINE, Pine to get 15% off your entire order. Uh, don't blend in. Stand out. Stand out. Get a Vincero watch at www.vincerowatches.com slash pine15. Thank you, Vincero, for sponsoring this podcast. Love you. Vincero really kills it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Truly. You know? Uh, Awesome, folks. Well, we have a a, a subreddit, which I think... I think there's like only so many questions we can have people ask, so it might yeah. not be a continuing thing. Oh, but, we're not gonna talk about Kanye. But we, oh, dude, that's right. No, we'll get to that next. So go for it. Yeah, what were you saying? Oh, <laughs> Kib's the one that uh, you were talking to Freed about it the other day. Yeah, and then I watched a bunch of videos. So Kanye, he's been was on a on roll. TMZ, and he like stood up and had the speech in the whole office when they were like recording. There's all these people standing around. I was like, am I not right about my opinion? And blah, blah, blah. he just told his whole opinion and stuff like that. And then one guy stood up and he's like, No, I think that what you're saying what you're doing is actually the absence of thought because wow. Kanye's stance is that it's all um, your truth and, and free of thought so I'm allowed to say whatever I want to say and I kind of agree with that but in my opinion I think that he's just trying to be like fucking um, who's that guy with the, he's trying with to be the Milo long, with the long hair oh I thought you were saying really he's trying to Russell Brand. I think he's more trying to be like Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever his name was rather than Russell Brand I think more Russell Brand because he's trying to be like the knower of all but I could be very wrong it just seems like that it's like I don't think that he needs to be as loud with his opinion but he's very he's, I think he's, he's just been in to. a very weird place yeah, his entire life like well <laughs> since his mom died it's yeah his yeah. mom's yeah, died I think he I think he probably he had, had a, that a mental breakdown and yeah he's just it affected him and I feel yeah. like he's probably on drugs so he had that he was he was actually um because he was in the hospital he, he got that was for depression wasn't it and they gave him opiates and he was on two oh. and then when he left he was on seven and he's like wow. everything I said he's like I deleted all those tweets because I was fucking high out of my mind for so long and I was tweeting and how which tweets um uh, just uh, probably during the Trump stuff like when it was even heavier um before this like love of Trump or whatever but he was just you know what I mean just wow. saying crazy shit but he, th- that guy said he stood up. He's like, no. He's like, I think what 
what you're doing is exactly the absence of thought. And he's like, I'm disappointed with how you're acting. He's like, and you've hurt me and blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts and he walks up and he's like, I'm sorry, I hurt you. I'm sorry, I hurt you. But like, and also the, he's the just guy, in a weird place. The man who stood up, um, I really, that guy. Well spoken. Very well spoken. Yeah. And like the things that, the way that he like was talking about it, it like I think that it truly did hit Kanye. It did. And that's a, he I walked think up a really to him great to thing. Like really? Talk and yeah, because like the way that he like did it and it cut back to Kanye, Kanye was just like, wow. Like he the way and wow? he was saying, no, no, no. He but, walks up oh. to me and he's like, I'm sorry I hurt you. And then the cameras. I bet Kanye is saying like, because it was about Kanye's um, comment on slavery being a choice. Yes. And I think that I, I watched the clip of him saying that. He's I like do, 400 I, years of slavery. He's like, that's a choice, man. And I understand the thought process behind that. But again, it's still the absence of thought. I don't know thought. enough about where he's coming from to really he means understand like it's, that. It t- you guys were in slavery for so long that like you didn't do anything about it for 400 years. You chose to be in slavery. And that's kind of Kanye's opinion, roughly. And well, here's my thing. It is, um, a, little, it is yeah. a little bit wrong. I think it the, the most important thing, and I wish that I knew the guy's name that stood up and started speaking, know, yeah. but um, I'm guessing he was uh, one rich reporter from TMZ. TMZ but... Yeah. Because Kanye had said that he's like, oh, my opinion about this, like rubs people the wrong way, whatever. And when he when he stood up and he was like, you know, I'm disappointed, I'm this and that. Um, what I really liked that he said, he's like, for you, those things might be true. That the way that you're thinking right now might be like right to you. But the bottom line is that you don't understand what it's like to be a lower class or lower mm-hmm. or a little right. bit higher like, African American, like in this yeah. society in this time. Because you're not experiencing the same things that we're experiencing. And he right? doesn't Bottom know what line. it's like to be even a slave. Though, yeah, and it's like, even though you're black and I'm black, it doesn't change the fact that there is such a huge gap of our experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, that's it right there. Kanye's able to think and say these things because when was the last time he experienced struggle? True. Mm-hmm. You know? It's only just self-made struggle. The yeah. guy is Van Lathan, by Van the way. Lathan. Van Lathan. Yeah, he was really good. Good shit, man. And like, Kanye, the way he, he expressed why he's even saying anything was that he's like, I just feel something and... I say it. He's like, you have free thought. He's like, I'm all about my truth. And he's like, what I'm saying is my truth. But again, it's just like exactly what Van said. It's just not, it's the absence of thought. He's not actually thinking about it and like applying what's really going on with what you happen to feel or think in that moment and then coming up with it. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, shit. I think that since Trump and Kanye are friends, Trump maybe reached out to Kanye and said, can you start some shit? So it takes everybody's mind off of the FBI investigation. I don't no. think so. Here's the other thing. I think that Yo. that is that was entirely a lie. I'm just trying to speculate. I mean, no, that's funny, but I, I wouldn't do be think surprised that, that at this shit point. happens. Yeah, that it shit does. definitely happens. Almost every huge mind-blowing news break of something happening involved like anything in history. Like there was always something right after that happened to turn everyone's attention away from it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Bill Gates wouldn't be on a science panel because he's like. I mean, Bill Gates doesn't believe in science. No, Bill Gates was like, I think I, I just I'm need out. to do something better with my time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, uh, give everyone Zika. But yeah. real quick, boom, blasted. Oh, Wait, shit. blast Bill Zika, Gates? Baby. Yeah. Well, no, you're talking about the the hurricane machine he has that uh, the he he controls the Doppler. Um, harp. Yeah, harp. He controls hurricanes and is able to use them at his will. You know that? Are we bidding? He controls. He controls hurricanes. It was the thing that was said mind. on Joe Rogan's podcast. I think uh, I what's his name that. said that Alex. Who's Alex the, Jones. Alex Jones, yeah. Alex Jones. He has a bunch of allegations against him, doesn't he? I hope so. Does I he? hope that dude disappears. Well, I don't even want him. To, I don't want to see him shot down. I just want him to go away. <laughs> but real quick with Kanye. So he also, you guys know Charlemagne, right? Yeah. yeah. Charlemagne, the God. Charlemagne the God. So he he did an hour and a half interview with Kanye. He's a bit of a he's, that arrogant douchebag. That guy's fucking so. annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, some yeah. of his opinions are, I mean, I, I don't think he's entirely. He's a very annoying. arrogant person. He's very arrogant. Yeah. That, that can be annoying. But, and I think but, that there's good and bad things that come with arrogance, but a lot of the time he's just very like egotistical true but, but 
do you guys know about the beef that um, Kanye had with Jay Z? No. So, no. Um, like uh, Jay Z gave him or? twenty million dollars, gave Kanye twenty million dollars through the agency that Kanye was with, and then he made a remark like holding that over Kanye's head because he got him that, and then Kanye. Um, publicly when he was doing his rants and he was like fucked with opiates i imagine at the same time he said something about beyonce who's jay-z's wife and talked about their family oh and, yeah and kanye and jay-z are like brothers they wow. like kanye has a song called big brother and blah 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 and then that created a beef between them and then they were just talking about how that affected him and why he was in a weird place and by the end of the Charlemagne interview he literally said he's like i think that um, I'm all for Kanye's free of thought and everything like that, freedom of thought, but he's just misguided right now. And he's just, you know, got too many thoughts and feelings right Jay-Z now. And he's it's, too it's wrapped up in what he believes and not yeah. what everybody believes. Jay-Z said that? No, no, that was Charlemagne. Charlemagne. After talking oh, with him oh. for like an hour it's and a half. It's a very, very that's true. understanding. He explored, he explored what Kanye was thinking and like kind of semi-psychoanalyzed him and talked about, his, talked about Trump and like Jay-Z and all this stuff. And like oh. Kanye's just going through so much that I think this is almost like his way of venting i don't think that he's had a lot of people yeah. stop him no he hasn't he doesn't he even said he's like my mom died uh, this is kanye he said my mom died i'm out here in la he's like i don't have i don't trust anyone he's like there's well, no i don't I know i think you can tie it back to the reason every entertainer exists and it's for attention almost absolutely so it's all i think but I mean, just he's got attention. enough attention he's fucking kanye he's nobody just nobody has tweets. enough attention dude no like, dude if you look at jim carrey jim carrey is somebody who defines himself by the amount of press he seems to get and how much how much attention he seems to have from you know and he he's somebody who has experienced an uncontrollable amount of like emotional turmoil himself so mm-hmm. i think it, it it becomes a retreat like well if i don't have this other stuff in my personal life then at least i have the affection of mm-hmm. yeah the masses or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. it becomes an addiction yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, his tweets sucked for so long oh yeah. yeah he's so weird and i love jim i mean Curry i so think much. it plays into a mental illness too yeah i mean it's one of those things that like so many things can express and elaborate or expand like a mental illness that somebody might have and that's definitely one of them like being the public eye that can break you mm-hmm. it absolutely can and yeah. I, it certainly I, depends on the age too yeah and like i mean that's what happened with justin bieber you know and like he's now doing a lot better things. He's trying to be a better person. I don't know. Like, he broke up with Selena again. I think. I thought like they just got showing, back together. Like he's showing the actions of at least wanting to change and trying to take steps to do that. I can respect anybody, whether regardless of what mistake you've made. I mean, you know, there are some things that rapists make it a no-no. Yeah. But if you do something wrong and you recognize that and you take the steps to make yourself better and change. Um, um, <laughs> we were just talking about in the car with uh, Lil Dicky. That's why I'm, I'm like, yeah. I don't even yeah. want to listen to his music now. He, right. put, he fucking right. put Chris Brown in a song, and it's Chris Brown has done nothing, at least to my yeah. knowledge. No, he, he tried to better himself. A few months and then came back. He's like, I'm back, baby. Did you yeah. forget? And then, so. Yeah, and then yeah. they do Lil Dicky has him in a song, and there's even a line. I don't remember exactly what it is. Do you? About yeah, all uh, my controversial past. Yeah, he's, just, they, they make light of it, and it's like. Dude, he the guy's done nothing sh- to sure try that, to better are himself. Are, you sure, are we sure about that? Like, I'd love to do I'm, some research. And I see, feel like, like it would make news if he was like a better but person. Maybe now, it but happened so long ago. Maybe just no one gave a shit. Because like I wouldn't give a shit if I heard Chris Brown um, did all this shit to redeem himself. Like he's just I, such, I don't such know old enough, shit that like yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care about like I mean if he I care what past, he did, but him redeeming redeeming himself if that hit redeeming news, himself that now for something he did in the past or redeeming himself then redeeming, no, if, if he redeemed himself in the past month I, or I so i wouldn't really give a shit I'd be like oh well that's one off. thing that's years later but i mean that's what i mean right but i don't i don't remember him doing anything to redeem himself like right at the after. time or right after which is when you do you don't do it five years six years sure. later yeah because then it's like are you are you, so you, you know you, that also you mean so if he did then that still would 
not count towards him. If he did, that's one thing. To, but I, but I mean, even know, a couple months even ago, like so as a person, like he he's constantly like fuck doing fucked up shit. He's still constantly doing mm, fucked up shit. I was just looking for. I'm some, not a fan of Chris Brown. No, same. I was just no. just now. I just googled Chris Brown redemption, and I think people. I don't think he's done it because people are just talking about like. He tried to have a documentary to show his side of, of life or whatever, and it's like it doesn't sound like it did What's much. Your side of life side. was Rihanna beating the shit out of you every night, and one day you fought back. Well, he like have you read the 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 um the legal like breakdown of the, what happened? Like record mm. or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he he nearly pushed her out of a car while driving. Jesus. He beat her the fuck up while driving a car so she couldn't escape. I've definitely seen the pictures of the aftermath. He f- she nearly died. He Supposedly there was right a Netflix up. documentary released called Chris Brown, Welcome to My Life that he tried to portray himself as a victim, but it ended up making him look even more like an asshole. Yo, Jesus. That's, that's, that's frustrating you to me. Your, you don't don't play the victim Why, little dicky? Why would you do that? Well, that's that's one thing I don't like. Yeah, like I... And, and I think that that's a thing in in like hip hop too. Is there are these like icons and these legends, and that goes back to Kanye too. But like these people are so iconic in this industry that even when they do fucked up shit, they're still like they've added so much and they've done so much for this that it's like it, it, it's you can't take it back. You can't take back that that legacy that they have. You know Does what I mean? Will Dicky have any explanation as to why he worked with Chris Brown? Is there anything? that'd be interesting? I'd love to see if if he spoke on that. Let me see. Because if Little Dicky just says nothing, that's I mean that's and and. That might be his best card to play if you. But why Chris Brown? It could have been anybody else. Yeah. I woke up in Jay Z's body. Yeah. Dude, uh, top one little Dicky interview talks Freaky Friday video and working with Chris Brown. Uh, so this is the re- this is little Dicky's response prior uh, for the question. Did you have choices prior to Chris? I mean, Chris to me was my number one choice. Like I knew I wanted it to be a really good looking guy that can sing and dance, and I started thinking about who that is, and like you know, Chris Brown is a dancer. I don't think anyone even comes close. It's almost like a lost type of art, you know, like an artist that can dance that way, you know, and I've played and like I've played in a few different celebrity basketball games with him. So I had a relationship with him and I was just hoping that he'd do it. And he did. That's um, yeah, very. So he just didn't think about. I guarantee you like PR people were like specifically don't talk about his bad side. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I yeah. can guarantee you there's nothing in here about it because we would see. It just sounds like it's kind of an ignorant choice. Like he just went. Yeah. Chris Brown can sing and dance. He's it does. A, it's like he, a, he I didn't picked him because he's cool. It. I picked him because. Yeah, exactly. Which is weird because yeah. you think he's very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Dickie seems so. way more. But you know what I think? I think he's not as self-aware he's as he's trying that. to be. I think he's just writing knowing that he should be self-aware. He talks maybe, about that. Maybe. I don't know. But maybe he's not as self-aware in general as. Well, I, I've seen some stuff where he talks about the fact that he, I mean, he, he's a legit rapper and he wants to be in the rap community, but yeah. as like a, a, a Jewish dude, it's like, it's, there's, there's a, there's a strangeness about him trying to be a serious rapper in that venue. So yeah. he goes in with jokes and then hides like the, the more like legit stuff in mm-hmm. there, you know, to try and, you know, kind of take the back door to, to the, mm-hmm. the rap game. But it's, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. It's, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of um, confusion when it comes to. I think people here's a here's a good Facebook comment that someone got from um, uh, the music video with Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. You also press about this man hitting Rihanna. Okay, we get it. He messed up, but whether y'all like it or not, he's improved tremendously, and y'all need to let go. We got a we got a people getting beat up over ramen noodles every day. B and because they was in a Lamborghini and he was caught, everybody lost it. I'm still supporting him. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Facebook, dude. I can't Jesus wait. And then the next comment, can't wait until Christ. they start defending Harry, Harvey Weinstein in a few years. Dude, there's a certain point where it's like, okay, I fucked up. It's like, that's not a good He's enough. had multitude of violent public acts since yeah. the thing yeah. with Rihanna, and as well as legal a, trouble from he, threatening a woman with a gun, and his most recent dude, ex Jesus. has a restraining order against him out of fear for her life, so there's that. That, oh. that I mean, 
hopefully that's uh oh i don't have any sources for that uh, but if that's all it true, came out that her story was fabricated and the case was thrown out and the rumors dispelled i'm glad we found that <laughs> good god but i was gonna say but also i mean like with violent outbursts and shit i know that he got in a fight with drake at a club what yeah it was when drake and rihanna were dating uh mm. a couple years ago hmm. um chris got in his face about it because i don't know if that what they were talking about i'm sure they were both talking shit about it you know i'm with her now blah blah, blah you know but I would love to see that interaction. Drake is so much more video, intelligent. There's a video of it, but it doesn't really show anything. It's kind of just yeah. like a shitty like phone in the club thing. But like there were bottles thrown and the you know property damage and shit. Grow the fuck up, man. Yeah, have a conversation for fuck's sake, dude. Jesus, man. But I mean, you know, I'm sure that there was shit talking on both sides. Probably. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I just at any point in time when you get violent with a situation, it's like you you just lost any credibility in that yeah, conversation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't if you can't have a conversation unless you're like freaking out about it, you know, and you're, you're like throwing shit, you're kind of proving the fact that you're insecure about what you're talking about and that you're, you're, you're too close to the other person's opinion. You're like, I don't want to, I don't want them to be right. So I'm just going to lash out and control something. So I'm going to break shit or I'm going to hit someone. I didn't realize that Dr. Dre did almost the same thing that Chris Brown did. Dude, Dr. Dre did some fucked up shit. That sucks. Yeah. Good thing I don't really like him that much. I'm telling you, there's, I mean, like, celebrities in general get a pass with shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there are no consequences. But we're in the right direction where. Yeah, so we can do the same thing. So we can (laughs) do the same thing, but so that they can be held accountable. I think. I think we're in the right direction for it. We're definitely in the direction for it. Yeah, absolutely. To be like, celebrities deserve to have the repercussions. Oh, yeah. What what if Chris Brown did that today? Oh, well, he'd be, I don't he'd even be know. Fucking crucified. I, I'd hope so. I'd, I'd hope really so. Yeah. Hope so. Well, it's it's frustrating because you, then you have situations like with Louis when Louis fucked up. Oh yeah. Louis fucked up, and Netflix was like, uh-uh, pulling your shit. But then that same time period is when they put out the Chris Brown documentary. <laughs> hmm. So it's it's kind of it's kind of like okay, is uh, that racist? They well, were probably just like, oh, too soon. Well, how do you guys feel about uh, like you're supposed to separate the art from the artist? Mm, that's a hard. I sort of know your opinion on that. That's yeah. hard. And I kind of want to. Um, I I don't think I can. Yeah. Uh, do you think that it sh- you should like your opinion means that no one should be able to, no or do you think no that it's just, it's just, just for person? me just personal i, I, I think, agree i think you? it's really hard i'm the same way like it also depends on the person like with chris brown i would never gave a shit enough about him to like be like no i'm still always going to support his music and shit like that because i don't really give a fuck either way but what about like not supporting his music but like allowing yourself to still enjoy the music regardless of whoever the fuck make one of those things where like oh, i don't even know oh chris brown did yeah, like, the song X-X-X-X-X i love that Tentacion. song i'll still listen to it like his new album yeah I really like his new album but it's also it sucks because you might listen to it and you're like wow this like I really like this shit or whatever you're always always like god this person like why like I wouldn't want to play it out loud in my car or something you know well, it's like I Kevin Spacey. Would. I still would. One of the best actors yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I still like dude. Seven, but then you have to look at it not just as a person, but as a whole crew and all a bunch of people that worked on that together. You yeah, appreciate it, sucks, it for the it piece. Sucks yeah. That you, like, yeah, I, I would say with that, like, don't let, like, Seven or Usual Suspects or American Beauty be ruined because of whole. Kevin Spacey. I like it for the writing. I like it for yeah. the directing. Like, I like American it for... Beauty is one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. And But, uh, you know, watching, I'm just like... Why Kevin Spacey just added to everything in his every everything in his resume from now on. Whenever anyone says like I love this movie, they have to go, yeah, but Kevin Spacey did the you know everyone has to do that whenever they talk about shit that he's Mm -hmm. in now. But what do you think about what do you think about separating the art from the artist? Are you able to do that? Do you think everyone should, or is it just person to person? I I I I don't know. 
haven't been in a situation where I've been fans of people be, that did that did shit, fucked up. Sh- I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong about like, that. Like good fans. Like oh, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I like them or whatever, but like, yeah, you know, they're some that you really look up to and like. Yeah, I don't know if I've been in that situation yet because I tend to like people if they're good folks too. Like I really yeah. like to research fo- things that I'm fans of and mm-hmm. and make sure I'm a fan of and see if see if it, it definitely improves the fan experience. Like yeah. when I was a fan of Lil Dicky. It was so cool to, to like love his rap, love what he's doing and know that he's a cool guy. Until now, obviously, it's like a little bit, it's tainting right. the waters, but it, it definitely helps the experience of loving someone yeah. and knowing that they're good. But like, for me, it's like with Tentacion, I listen to him almost every day. I love his music, but it taints it for sure. It makes me go like, he's a bit of a piece of shit. And that, and yeah. I, I don't think that but attacking, music. I don't think it's that attacking hard. Lil Dicky is the only person who's at fault here too. Cause there have been a lot of people oh, over yeah. the past years yeah. that have had Chris Brown on songs and anyone you want to talk about that have like used other people. That, like, I yeah, really like. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I know what you mean, but like Drake's had Chris Brown on, on songs. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know There's that. What? Uh, yeah. Fucking A, man. Yeah. No, How does a lot he of people, still get work? That's what I'm saying. It's like one of those things where, you know, obviously Chris Brown being on Freaky Friday, I'm like, that sucks, but I still respect Lil Dicky because he didn't do those things. He isn't like, As an artist, he's not yeah. like drawing a line being like, you will not be on my song because of what you did. So like, that's a little like, eh, you know, but I still respect Lil Dicky a but, lot. Dude, he, f- the difference I think with Drake and Lil Dicky is Lil Dicky glorified the fuck out of Chris. Yeah. He did. He did. So yeah. that is why I think Chris Brown, I mean, uh, Lil Dicky's in the limelight here yeah. for like, that's true. You know what I mean? So that, that's line. why. It's and then you have to wonder, tough. maybe this was a play. Maybe he wanted that kind of attention with this maybe. video because it's no I, attention is bad attention. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think that I, I, I don't know if I can help it. The more I think about it, like, I don't know if I can help just kind of abandoning my taste for something when I find out the artist is exactly. Shitty. That's hard. me it's too. Hard. If I love music and then yeah. I find out, oh, he's a fucking rapist. I go, I'm still going to listen to it. Yeah. Well, I fucking hate him. Yeah. Shall we uh, hit up the oh, last sponsor? Ooh, but yes. enough of that. Boring stuff. Yeah, you guys don't care about that. <laughs> Let's hit up our sponsor. Yes, yeah, sir. Take real quick. There's like no rhythm. And for our final sponsor, we want to give a big thank you to Dollar Shave Club. Thank you so much. You've just, because they're a sponsor, you've just entered yourself into. You have to shave it now. Nope. Okay. Trim it. So, everyone. Are you familiar with Dollar Shave Club? I know Fairly. we all are. I shaved yeah, your yeah, head yeah. Vaguely, why don't you tell me a little bit so about So check them. this out. So if you ever shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, I've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club has a lot of stuff to help you out. A lot? Tell me more. <laughs> they deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Despite what you might think, Dollar Shave Club is much more than just razors. They've got everything you need to get ready in the bathroom. Dollar Shave Club. Yes, that's right. Dollar Shave Club. Delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You name it, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, even a wipe that'll leave your tushy feeling tingly clean. Mm. I'm a big fan of their amber and lavender calming body cleanser. Uh, Never smelled anything like it. Good luck finding a product that's that great at the store. Um, I love using it because it makes me smell really fresh and Lauren still loves me. When I'm dirty, dirty, she say, no, no, no love. All of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. So here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just five bucks, you can get their daily essential starter kit. It comes with body cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, which is their amazing butt wipes, uh, their world-famous shea butter, and their best razor, the Six Blade Executive. No cuts at all. I can absolutely guarantee that. We've we've shaved, all of us have shaved using that razor um, with 
just not in the right scenario to be shaving <laughs> just with a little cup of water and a little bit of shave butter and it just goes right on and it's like you always have that fear of being cut but it's just boom 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 and nothing it's a great razor and you can always keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month uh, you can add in shampoo toothpaste or anything else you'd need check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash pine that's dollarshaveclub.com slash pine there's no reason not to join Get yours at http colon slash slash dollarshaveclub.com slash pine. Thank you so much, Dollar Shave Club. You are amazing, and we love your products. Thank you, thank you. Hell so yeah. Do some questions. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. So this week I asked for stories or some kind of, uh, in, uh, some, some kind of tall tales that people experience. I'm going to grab some water real quick. Please do, sir. There weren't that many that I believed. <laughs> that I believe. Uh, but I will. I will share with you. This yeah. this this fellas this fellas uh, or lady. I'm not sure. Sorry. From young underscore dar. Oh, I'm sick. Uh oh. You are. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, from young underscore dar. They say uh, not me, but my neighbors. Uh, so when I was a kid, I was so you best friends. <laughs> I was best friends with my two neighbors who were around my age. The older brother, let's call him Jacob, told me about a few times where his ol- uh, this older man had seemed to follow him at the mall and other public places. Gross. The last time he remembered being good. followed, his dad yelled at the man to go away and never bother Jacob again. Go away! Never bother Jacob again! <laughs> Fast forward a few weeks and Jacob was alone in his house with his dog. I'm afraid where this is going. Keep going. This, keep this, going. this house was up a long driveway and surrounded by a forest, so even though I was their neighbor i couldn't see or easily get to it while watching tv jacob heard noises coming from the other rooms in the house noises that sounded like someone slowly moving around jacob being far braver and stupider than most kids his age got his dog in a bag of treats and he threw a treat into every room so the dog would run in that is so fucking smart very smart uh it's kind of a sacrifice though in case r- it's a murder true Room after, and dogs don't have souls, so it's yeah, like, it doesn't matter. And it was a golden retriever, so away, they would yeah. just go up to the killer and be like, <laughs> "Yeah." And what killer would would <laughs> and stab the killer a would be golden? Like, oh, little puppy! And, and then the guy's ah, like, fucking twelve gauge. <laughs> room after room, he did this, but the sounds had stopped. He eventually went through the entire house and found nothing. The noises never continued, and the creepy man was never spotted. I'm hearing noises Again. as you say that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so is that a story? Too. Why are we story? reading stories? What is I this? I asked them for for weird stories or like murders or something that they they experienced. You know, that reminds me of a of a story. That's what I was hoping would happen. So check this out. And <laughs> what's what's going on? Sorry, we have been busy. Is it memes? What's up? Is that Bruce texting checking the locks? Hey, come on. Come come on. Come on in. Hello. You're, you're scaring us. Oh, Hi, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Hey. Dude, Torres. he was just telling a really scary story, and then that started happening. I was talking about, like, noises in the background and stuff. And then we just see the lock. <laughs> <laughs> An old man comes in. Come on in, baby. So I are the creeper says this is mostly for jam, for, for jam, but can be for the rest of the sweet boys. How has your mental health affected your work previous to SP7 and now, and vice versa? Mm-hmm. Thanks, love it. I love watching y'all's videos. You've inspired me to start in, uh, investing into things I'm passionate about. Southerner, I see. Thanks, man. Oh, That's a good question. I think passion actually works uh, hand in hand with this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a mental health thing exactly but um i find that i don't work good unless i'm really passionate about what i'm doing and i think previously to sp7 i haven't been passionate about that much because i didn't really know where to find my footing so uh, my mental health was probably at a low point i'd say because i didn't know exactly like what i wanted to do in life and what uh what i really yeah wanted to do Mm -hmm. so it was just uh up until sp7 i didn't do anything worthwhile i don't think yeah i think that's so important in life is 
you don't have to be so you know on it and get down on yourself for not knowing what you want to do or you know where your place is but i think it's important to try things to figure that out you know a lot of a lot of the time this goes back with like you know kids who are graduating high school and they're like i don't know what i want to study in college or if, if i want to go to college and it's like do what you want to do right now and i i believe that when you, at least you're like you're you know receptive to like your brain and your mind and your passions and stuff it'll you'll lead to somewhere that mm-hmm. most of the time you never thought of you know you'll always have goals as a kid or you know whatever and you'll be like oh, i want to do this and then you'll try to like get to that point and it's not really working out then maybe that's was just a goal you had you know you'd idolize but it's not really what you what your passion is or what you want to do so don't be afraid to experience and try mm-hmm. and just see where your life's gonna True. go you yeah. know right but i, I think, think that i'm sorry um, go ahead, go ahead. i think that mental illness like every single mental, being, just mental health it's not mental illness mental health i think that everybody struggles with their mental health there's always issues going on uh big or small and it, it's important that to know that you're not alone Mimi was that. taking a picture that's what the finger guns were for <laughs> i thought she was shooting me um sorry go ahead yeah i yeah. think for me um just going into like how it's affected me when you're when i was a youtuber like by myself and i'm sure you can exp- like relate to this as well when I was in my room by myself making videos every day for months and months and years and years on end, um, you start to like just get antisocial. You get these weird waves of like what people call the YouTuber depression where you're like, you're motivated for a week and then there's a week where you just like want to sit in bed and cry every day. Wow, I didn't and that, know that. that would affect it for sure. So mental health is like super important on like what state you're in yeah. totally determines the, the work ethics that you'll have during that time. And like right. as, a, as a YouTuber by yourself, fucked with all my boys amazing you still go up and down oh, like yeah. just it has nothing to do with work but like i mean work can affect it too the the success of what you're doing if it's right. if it's not doing great i think that affects that can add to all it, of yeah. us here mentally as well and then if it's doing great you feel great but even when it's doing great sometimes you can just be in a slump where you're just not motivated and right. you don't feel good but yeah you know yeah and like i i don't know if i've ever like openly said this but i struggle with depression a lot mm-hmm. um like a lot <laughs> but for me, like whenever I'm here with everyone, cause you guys are like my best friends, obviously, and being able to work and have fun and stuff like that, it, it gets my mind off of it. Um, it allows me to be creative, which I think actually heals it, right. you know, rather than just like um, coping, it, like mm-hmm. the creativity and doing things and achieving little things here and there can heal it. Um, even though things that are causing depression, like family stuff or any outside stuff is always gonna be there. It just, you just change your perspective and looking at it, yeah, yeah right. you grow with it, but right. like, it's really important to surround yourself with people who love you and you love. Absolutely. Especially yeah. when you're able to like be creative with them. That's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a dream. I, for me, as far as how it's affected my work, I've actually found that putting too much emphasis on my work affected everything in the worst way. Cause mm-hmm. I, I had a really, I mean, I spent years just like, this is who I am. This is what I've done. And uh, this is all I do, you know, whatever. And then, it just kind of it just kind of fucked with me to focus and that make that define me and shit. And we've talked about this before, but like you know, it's not good to just focus on work. I think you have to invest in validating yourself with your personal life, and you know, it's tough. It's so fucking hard. I don't think I figured it out. I think I have a habit of talking like I know what I'm doing, but like I don't. I I still haven't figured out how to balance. I I know what you mean though. Like it's like you figured it out in your head. Yeah, I can like see applying, the yeah, yeah, applying exactly. it is where the actual challenge is. Like because I, I think I'm the same way sometimes. It's like. I know the right reasoning in this situation. Right. But that doesn't mean that I do that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And I think that a lot of people are like that where it's just like, you know what's right, but it's hard to do what's right all the time. It's like, I'm, I don't know who I'm 
I don't know who I am and I know that I'm not the person I'm supposed to be yet, but I know what kind of a person I want to be down the road. So I do shit that I try to do shit that acts like that person. That's why I love the the saying fake it till you make it. I've yeah. lived by that. And I think that that applies in, in so many different situations, like just your personality or your work ethic, like just do what you think you're supposed to do and, and what you want to do. And those sometimes don't align it perfectly. But if you can find that sweet middle ground, you just do that yeah. and you be that person you want to be and that you think you should be, you'll eventually just be that person. Yeah, and, I agree yeah. with that but to you an extent. Be right, I, I agree with that I mean? to an extent because that also could be destructive sometimes. I was about to say the same thing. It's, but I know what you mean. For me, it's and I know, generally. And I know like what how you believe in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that you believe in that is right. But I think that there's a lot of times where people might do yeah, that or think that and be misguided as to who they should be and that's just or even not like who they they'll should be then and they're trying to be that then yeah or even you like up, if you're doing that like your ego will get away and you'll think that you're already there or like good enough and you won't actually be achieving anything that's but the, i know yeah, i know be, what you mean i know what you mean sure. by right. doing it and yeah. i think that that's that's good yeah yeah on that note we appreciate you guys joining us thank you for the question thank you the and uh, might not might not pick up on the the questions next week just to take a break and kind of reset while we get things here figured out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're getting a new set. Yeah, yeah this isn't the uh, actual set. This is just yeah, our makeshift. It's only five hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> yeah, and we spend that daily. So <laughs> bummer for us. So thank you to our sponsors, Burrow, Vitsero, and Dollar Shave Club. Without Thanks. you, we would be just a lonely slum of just a bunch of kids. Bunch and of kids <laughs> playing with fucking sticks. Playing with fire. <laughs> you guys want to go play toast? Yeah. yeah. Uh, fine, yeah. Toast. Fine. Bye-bye. Someone Join us for Game of Toast. Teach me how to play Toast. I win. <laughs> I have confusion.